0: Today's staff is about the Kama Tzadik and we are 12 lines from the bottom of Dav Tzadik Aleph Omid the two dots, HaKoytzeitz, Niti Yosef, Today's daf is being learned as a schos, V'rachinu B'nei Yisrael, Hanesunu B'Tzaro V'hashivya. Today's staff is also being learned, Ilui Nishmas, David, Aharon Ben Simcha Yosef, and Arya Leib, Ben Yisrael. So the Mishnah on Daf Tzadik Omid base. The very, very end of the Mishnah mentioned: Hakoidseitz Nitiyosav. If somebody cuts his own plants and ruins them, Afal Eni Even though it's not something that he's allowed to do, Potter, there's no monetary responsibility. However, Acherim, if other people would do the same thing to him, Chayovim, they would be Chayevs. So today's daf is going to begin with a b'raisa, that discusses rabba So rabba Barbar barchanu presented the following price. So in the presence of rab. Somebody goes over to his friend and he says, "You killed my shark Or you cut down one of my plants. The person responded in the affirmative. He said, True, absolutely, I did. However, Atta Lahargai. When I killed Yashar, I was following your orders. You told me to do so. Or You told me to cut your netiyah. Says the braisa potter, this person is going to be potter. So Rabbi Barbarchanah presents this braisa to Rav. When Rav heard it, Amale, he told him, Im Cain, if this is true, le chaya libriasa. You're not going to really allow anyone to go through life without having people harm him. Because if when you go over to someone and you even prove with aid that this person caused you damage of some sorts, the person can say, yeah, I was following your orders. So how are you ever going to be to anybody in court? How are you ever going to sue anybody? kol he says the Gemara, meaning is it possible that somebody could be believed to say that? So Rabbi Bar heard what Rab said, he was a little bit taken aback, meaning he seemed to agree, and Amale, he told him, Ismael, should I just mekoist this brysa, should I just destroy it, meaning obviously this is a flawed brysa, Amalek, he told him, Loy, I wouldn't do that, rather what I would prefer to do is Making a akimt in the Braissa so that the Braissa would make sense. Tetargin Masli say what you should do is you should make a edit in your braisa and you should say that it's discussing a very specific case. Bashara we're talking about a shar that we know for a fact was Uimid Laharigo, meaning this shar was destined to die. Rashi says, because this shari had killed, it was a shari, a mazik, and as a result, Bezdim was going to execute the Shar, or, the tree was a tree that was, it was destined to be cut down. Rashi has two shot on why that might have been the case. Either it was an Asherah tree, people were worshipping it as an Avodah or it could be this tree was a tree that the experts felt was very likely going to fall down, and as a result, it was posing danger. But the point is that being that we're talking specifically in this price about a shah that was going to be killed, or an elon that was going to be caught, then if the person says, ato amartali, he's believed. And the reason is because now it's not just a frivolous argument. It's actually a believable argument. The whole point of not believing someone to say, ato amartali lahar goyi, amartali, is because if so, Lyshov But in this specific, ekimta, you don't have this far of Leishov because it's very, very specific. And not just that, it's actually very believable. So that's obviously what the Bryce is talking about. But the Gemara has a cash with this. If the Bryce is talking about a show that was Amu La Riga or an Elon that was Amy Lakitzsa in K my So what exactly was the claim? Meaning a person sued his neighbor, telling him, You cut down my tree. This tree was already supposed to be cut down. Bezdin was on their way to do it, or they had obligated this person to do it. So what exactly is the claim? It's a tree that anyways was the which in Cheshav Mishpat you would think has no value. So what exactly is he taining? Malay says the Gemara. The reason he was suing him in court is because he told him, "Anobi be'ino Mitzvah, because I wanted to be the one to do the mitzvah of killing this shard and to do the mitzvah of knocking down this evan. You see that killing a shard that's dangerous, or knocking down a tree that's Posing risk or danger is actually a mitzvah. Regardless, what is this claim that I wanted to do the mitzvah and you went and you hoped the mitzvah from me? It's based on the following price. At the time, you have a shafach to kiso. It says in the parish of Kisu Yadam that the person that was shafach, he has an obligation now to do kisu Yadam. And it's tafka your mitzvah, and you're the one that's supposed to do it. There was a person that shechted life, and he wanted to do the mitzvah of Kisadam, but before he had a chance to do it, somebody came and he chapped him. Always. And Rabbi Gamliel forced this person that stole the mitzvah from the other guy to give him asar as So says the Gemara, this person who's taking this other person to court saying that you knocked down my Elon, you killed my shard it was anyways Oymid L'Hariga. It was anyways Oymid L'Kzitzah. The reason he was taking him to court is because he wanted the Asara Which Asara of Rabbi Gamliel fame? Where Rabbi Gamliel once made a person who stole the mitzvah of Kisuyadan Adan from someone else pay for stealing that mitzvah and the dollar amount that he forced him to pay was Asara Now this idea that if somebody chops a mitzvah from somebody else, he has to financially make him whole, by writing a check of asar Zehuvim is discussed in detail in the Gemara and in the Rishonim and in related great bites in the Sachtas Chulandah Aleph But Klum E F. And just to mention one L'shoynei Azor from L'Chsam Soifer It's in his Chidushim Al-Ashas in Chulandah Pei and it's actually very relevant to the Sugis that we're learning here in Perak will Just read a paragraph from the The It's referring to this exact story. Says the chsam Don't think for one second that the reason Rabbi Gamliel forced this person to give ten zahuven was to make the person whole for the mitzvah or the brach that he could have made before the mitzvah that he lost. Why? Because me Yoko Lishir Orichaim Pentifoles. The Khochha Fatesum La Yishfufa. Because how could you put a dollar amount on a mitzvah? All the money in the world is not worth what a mitzvah is worth. V'su, and besides, matzarech loy have seidai. Why would this person even have to pay him? Haloychi shev lasis mitzvah, the Gemara says. V'nenas ma'lo ki asoy. A person that wants to do a mitzvah, and then because of an ironis, the mitzvah doesn't happen, he gets schar as if he did a mitzvah. And if that's the case, nimtzeze shechotav mimenu mitzvah this person that chab the mitzvah from him, lav midi chasre. He didn't take anything from him. Because the person who was about to do the mitzvah was a chitshel mitzvah, he was a nen asvlo because somebody hopped it from him. Mal olavakasav kido So He's getting the schar mitzvah anyways. So says the chasam soif. You have to know when you learn the sugi of asar zehuvim, asar zehuvim is not paying the person for the char mitzvah that he lost out by not being able to do the mitzvah. Number one, because char mitzvah is worth a lot more than asar zehuvim. Call. And besides, this person's gonna get schar mitzvah anyways. Because mitzvah, the nenas mal all of So what's he giving in tenza uvimp? There's a difference between a person that does a mitzvah and gets reward versus a person that wanted to do the mitzvah, nenas and that's gonna get reward because of his machshava to do the mitzvah. The person that does the mitzvah, oyved Hashem b'simcha he does the mitzvah b'simcha, and he's going to be rewarded for the fact that he did the mitzvah in a state of simcha. Nenas, the person that wanted to do the mitzvah but couldn't do it, he's going to have pain. He's going to have tsar And by the way, he's going to be rewarded for the fact that he has tsar over the fact that he can't do the mitzvah. Even though as it relates to the tsar shemayim, it makes no difference. Why? Because from the tsar perspective, if you do the mitzvah, you get tsar. If you don't do the mitzvah, you get tsar. If you do the mitzvah, you'll do a pesimcha, you'll get tsar for doing a pesimcha. And if you don't do the mitzvah, you're going to be bizarre over the fact you didn't do the mitzvah. You're going to get tsar for the tsar that you have. But you know what the difference is? In one case, you will in the other case, he would be The The reason he said you have to pay ten huven is because of the physical tzar that you have. It's perikachoyvul. It's tzar. It's one of the chamisha That's the oymik says the of understanding Rabbi Gamliel's literally pun intended. Zok rav, said kabo a tree that has a kav of peris on it, also a say you're not allowed to cut. Now, the background to this halacha of Rav is the lab that we know as baltashchis. Now, baltashchis the way we were raised was if you leave over a little bit of your supper and you throw it out, you're over Baal Tashkas. That's not the classic, that's not the biblical case of Baal The biblical case of Baal is where the Yidden are going to fight a war and they need weapons. And the Torah says don't start cutting trees that have fruit on them to fashion your weapons. What you should do is try to find a tree that's barren, that doesn't have the ability to produce fruit. And it's oisoi That's the tree that you should destroy. The ubanisa matzer But to take a, a tree that bears fruit, azasor tree, you're not supposed to cut. Now, what about midrabbano? That's a whole other story. But as it relates to the Iker pasuk in the Torah, that's what's happening. The Torah says you're not allowed to cut a tree that has fruit. So says Rav. How much fruit? It's a calf, a dekel. Uh, palm tree, that has a calf of dates, that's a shear, that's too many, and as a result, you would not be able to cut them. Sittimmar asks, Akashi, from a Mishnah, how much fruit does an olive tree have to have in order for there to be an Isabel Pashchis? Roiva it's a quarter of a cup So which one is it? Is it a cap? That's what Rav said. Or is it a quarter of a cup That's what the Mishnah says, or the Gemara says, as it relates to dates, so there it's a full cap. As it relates to olives, being that they're more chashem, this is a theme when you learn say this wrong. The olive tree was considered more chashev. The olives were considered more chashev. And it's for that reason it manifests itself in the Allah of al Although ordinarily it's a kav, here it's going to be a roi va'a On Rabbi Hanina. said, Rabbi Hanina had a son whose name was Shifchus. Uh, al HaLatzelon passed away. And he said the reason he died was El because he cut a thick tree prematurely. Before it was fully ripe, he cut it. He violated the isbal Tashchis and that's why he died. said, If the wood of the tree is worth more money than the fruit of the tree, then it's something that you are allowed to do. Tanya Nami Hachiyah that says this point. It says regarding the Isabel Tashchis, Rak Eitz Asher Teta. says... The Gemara Ze Ilon Michel. It's referring to a tree that has fruit, you're not let to cut. Kiloi Aits who, When the Torah says those words, again in the context of Al Tashka, Ze Ilon It's coming to teach me that you also now let a cut a barren tree says the price of Khimeyaka to say for the rabbis called over. If you tell me not even allowed to cut a tree that has no fruit, my Meaning, when you read the Pasik, it sounds like the Pasik is saying that it's only the tree that bears fruit that you're not allowed to cut. You're telling me there's a rebuy in the Pasik that says even an Elon Sraq, even a tree that doesn't produce fruit, then what's this business in the Pasik about? A tree that has fruit, and if you have to cut and you have no choice, you should find the one that doesn't have fruit, says the Brahis, meaning there's a pecking order. Lichat Chila, as it relates to this about Tashkent, it doesn't matter if the tree bears fruit or if it doesn't bear fruit. Either way, it's not something you're allowed to cut. Let's say you're stuck, you're fighting a war, so that right now you need weapons and you're going to have to cut down the branches, you're going to have to cut a tree. So, what is the preferable option? you should preferably cut the Elan Srak over the Ilan maicha, But at the same time, there is an Isser as it relates to the Elan Srak. you would think, this is the price continuing in saying, that even if the wood of the tree is worth more money than the fruit of the tree, still this Isser should apply. it says in the Torah, the word rak etzashetetetah, rak is exclusionary, and it's coming to teach me that although there is an Isser, but at the same time, if it's ulubadam, even if it bears fruit, is that it's going to be motashmul. I say tamri. Shmuel's artist, the sheer once brought him dates. Achel, he ate it, and Tondu Time the Chamra. And he said that, you know, these dates, they taste a uh, little uh, alcoholic. I taste a little bit of wine here. Amalay, my high. What's going on over here? Amalay, so apparently Shmuel was a real connoisseur, he told him, Beini Gufti Kaimi. He says that these dates, they're growing amongst grapes meaning it's in a vineyard, and as a result, it has a little bit of the tam of those grapes. Omar so say, says, I'm not happy about this. I didn't realize that my dates are growing so close to my grapes that I used to produce wine, <laughs> and I feel that it's taking away a little bit from the nutrients that really should be going towards the grapes that I'm going to use to produce wine, and it's going to negatively impact my wine. So he wasn't happy about that. So he said, So Rashi and places have different shot on what this means, but one Pashib shot is, he said, I want you to uproot all the dates because I don't like the fact that these dates are ruining the production of my wine. The wine is a lot more valuable than the dates, and that's what he told them to do. Similarly, Rav Chiz the Chaza, Tali Be'i Gufni. Rev Ghizdah had a tally. So these are date palms, like a very young palm tree. And it was growing together with his gefan. It was in his vineyard. So he told the Tsaris, Akrinu, get rid of them. He says, What's this doing in the middle of my vineyard? Gufni koni He said, I could use my Grapes, and I could use my wine to buy a Dekel if I ever need to. But Dekel, like Kani Gufni, I wouldn't be able to use a date palm to be able to buy a Geffen because the Geffen's worth more money. And the fact that the Dekel is there, it's taking away a little bit, and if it's taking away a little bit, so I'm not happy with it. We have to make a Mechitza, just uproot it, get rid of it. So before we go right there, we start the next Mishnah, one Ha'ara. And that is, so this last Gemara talked a little bit about the biblical Lav in the Torah known as Baltashris, which doesn't simply mean... Don't ruin anything. The Torah is specifically talking about don't cut a tree that bears fruit. You had a b'risa that was in my book. Even if it doesn't bear fruit, why does the Torah make a big deal about if the tree bears fruit or it doesn't bear fruit? There's a say there, if you had to, you were stuck, you're going to fight a war, and you're m'ukhrech to violate this. This is the preferable way of doing it. But at the same time, there's a law in the Torah. You're not allowed to cut and destroy an elon that produces pears. We're all familiar with the will and final testament, the Tzavah of Rabbi Yudah And Rabbi Yudah in his Tzavah, Ois Memhe, says the following, quote, Elon If you have an Elon that's oysa now let it cut this straight. This line, Ois Memhe, in the Tzavah of Rabbi Yudah might be the most shver line in the whole Tzavah. So there's some very well-known... Shvera and Yonim that are in the Tzavah Rabbi Yudah Chassid, The famous Tzuvah from the Neid of Yehuda where the Neid of Yehuda said that he saw things in the Tzavah Rabbi Yudah Chassid that go keneged, divrei chazal and there's no one, not even someone with the credentials of Rabbi Yudah Chassid that has a right to say that you should do something that Chazal said in or not do something that Chazal said you're allowed to do. And can you do it with the Rechayim, the Hiligat He wrote on this chuvah that the Neid of said, Shalal, they married, Abish, should forgive the Neid of for speaking so disrespectfully about the Tzavav Rabbi Yehuda And when you go through the tshuva a little bit more carefully, it's not so clear if any of Yehuda really spoke disrespectfully. Do we have raid on this, not nah, for now. But this line is a plea. Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid writes in his Tzavah, <coughs> It's a passage in the Torah. It's a passage in the Torah. Why would Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid have to write this? So I'll tell you something beautiful. The of Margolis, in his Pirish makar Chesed, on Seyf HaChassidim, which is legendary, so in the Hakdomot, to Seyf HaChassidim, he brings the Tzavah from Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid, and he wrote a similar Pirish, actually a little bit lengthier, on the tzavah. So he asks this very, very obvious kasha. So he says that it's yitochin that pshat in Rabbi Yudah it is as follows. In Yeridea, there's a simmon. Kuf Tezayin, where the Shulchan Aruch talks about different things that are awesome Mishum Shum And the Mechaber and the Ramah, they talk about different, in very important, similar in Shulchan Aruch. The Ta'an says as follows, Oid achas Chazal There's another thing that Chazal said, a person's not allowed to do metnei sakon. what is that? Shaloi lo'kutz ilan ha'oissipators. That he shouldn't cut an Elon or Oysa The iser the parakachovel. That's the halach the The gemara that we just learned. the And then the gemara says, The Rav said that his son died. Why? Because he violated the iser of baltashnis. So says the Taz. and that is Elon, so and in a trufa it's I involve. He's very very bothered with this task. He says the task sounds like he's saying that you should know. Chazal said it's asr to cut a tree mepnei Chazal didn't say it's also to cut a tree. The Torah says it's also to cut a tree. Now Chazal added a knech and they said that you should know that this iser involves Sakon. But at the same time, Chazal osru. It's not Chazal that was osru. It's the Torah, that Aser. And Rebecca Menden is very, very bothered with this Dicto kaloshin and what it is the Ta says. So he says, a He says that I think that it's mavur in the Gemara, the Gemara that we just learned, that there are times where there is no Iser of Baltashchus. For example, there's a shear of how much Baltashchus there has to be, if it's Me'ula. But the Gemara says, you're allowed to go ahead and cut it. Ye that sheer is only Clape, the Iser Bal Tashchis. Nege the Sakonof in Bal Which it's clear there is. For that already, it would be Oser, even Bechahai Gavna, where really it's something that you're allowed to do. In other words, there's two Dinim in Bal There's the Iser Bal and then there's the sakonah of Baal The Isra is a regular oisa, I say, in the Torah. The sakonah is a whole different Indian. And by the way, sakanta that's the rule. But says Rabbi Akhenemdin, that has to be Pshaan on the Taz. What the Taz was saying is that Chazal said that in addition to the isser Torah of Baal you should know there's also a sakana of Baal Says Rabbi from Argolis, it's posh to be, That's what Rabbi Huda Chosid was writing in his Savoah. He said, Ilan no oisah peres, ilakatsit oisoy. The is you're putting it in a tzavah. It's an iser in the Torah. The Targum says, of course, it's an iser in the Torah. Oh, but the iser has certain rules and regulations. It's not always azer. Kamash molan. What Rabbi Yehuda Chasa was saying was, is that you should never do it, even if it's Ulabadamin, even if it's something that technically has an exemption. But afal Pikain, it's not something that you should really plan. either way. So we're moving along now to the next part of today's daf, which requires a tiny bit of an introduction. It's a light introduction. It's in the Torah. Parashas Vayera, we know this Pesuket. It's Perek Chav, Pasuk Aleph. It's the story of Sara and Avi Melach. So the Pasuk says, Vayisa Misham Avram, Arca HaNegev, Vayeshe Ben Kodesh UBen Ben Shur, VaYogar Bigram. So Avram Avinu, he leaves, he embarks on a journey. From where? From vir We was there. Vayisa Misham. So Rashi says that from there was from Eloyne Mamre. You know Parish's Vayera begins that Hashem appears to Avram Avinu in Eloine Mamre. Rashi says that Avram Avinu was in Eloine Mamre for 25 years. That's how much time he spent there. So after those 25 years, he leaves and he settles in Gerar. that's the land of the Pushthan. Vayomer Avram, the southern part of Eritra. El Sorra Ishtoi, Avram tells his wife Sora, I want you. To tell people, if anyone asks, that you're my sister. Now, this is really the second time that Avram and Sora had gone through this. When Avram Avinu goes to Mitzrayim, he was very worried that if people would know that Sora was his wife, they might kill him to marry Sarah. You know, Sarah, as I will say, was very, very beautiful. And as a result, he felt there was some risk of him being the husband of Sarah lest somebody go and try to kill him to take Sarah. So the idea was, just say, The passage says, In the meantime, Abimelech, who was the king of Gerar, he heard that there was a man and a woman that came. And this woman is very beautiful. And he sends to take Sarah. And Ami Melech went immediately to do an aver with Sarah. And that night, Elokim comes to Ami Melech, and has a big shaila. is Elokim, Literally, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he had nevuah. The Medrash says in a place that there were two people that you find HaKadosh Baruch Hu appeared to them and gave them a nevuah that really, that didn't deserved simply because of a very important reason. And this is one of them. Then Elikim comes to Avimelech in a dream. And he tells him, him You should know you're going to die. Because of the fact that you took this woman, She's a married woman. Now, Avimelech didn't know that she was a married woman. But now he's being told that she was really married, and because of what you did, you're going to die. Says the apostle. This nevuah that Avimelech had, he had before he ever touched Sarah. And once he had this nevuah, he didn't touch Sarah. He understood that was obviously not an appropriate thing to do. And Avimelech says, Hashem, Gam Sadik Taroik. He says, you're going to punish me now and you're going to kill me? Right? He understood. Hincha, something bad is about to happen. So he says, I didn't do anything. I was righteous. I'm 100% innocent. I'm a shaggy. I don't know what you want from me. So, Hashem tells Avimelech, I agree with you. I'm masculine. What you did was unwilling and I know that you're a shogging and all this, and that's exactly the reason that I prevented you from doing the Aver. Otherwise, I would have came to you afterwards. The reason I came to you before and I'm giving you an opportunity to walk away is because I know ki betam But Hashem continues and says, however, now, ha-sheh le you have to return this married woman, ki-novihu, because he's a novih, will explain. He's going to die with you, and then you're going to end up living with him. But if you don't do what I'm telling you to do, die. you're going to end up dying. It says the And he called all his name. And he told him everything that happened. And everybody was very, very scared. And everybody was very, very scared. Do you realize? You set up me. You set up my mamloch. And we were all in very, very big danger things that people shouldn't do with other people, you did with us. Why did you do this? Avram said, because I said, because I noticed as soon as I came to the city that you people don't have. So I was simply afraid that you're going to end up killing me. And he said, by the way, the fact that I said, I wasn't lying. Because although she's not my sister, but she's my brother's daughter, and so we're almost like brother and sisters. Either way, And we had this arrangement, because I was afraid that somebody might want to kill me for her, that you should always say, you're my brother, I'll say. And like this, everything is going to work out. Here's this. And his next move, which is very relevant to the daf, is he takes Tzoyim, He gives him back his wife, and what just said, he gives him gifts. Vayomer, and then he says, Hinei, the my land is open to you, wherever you want to settle, you can settle. And then he turns to Sarah and says, I gave all this money to your brother. It's interesting that he is referring to Avram, to Sora as being the brother he nay who luck we'll see about this in tomorrow's daf. This is going to be this episode for you. Then the post says, vai spell avron elawaki and Ramonvin davantasham vai po elik is avimelakh that is today. Asham healed Avimelech and his wife the mouseur and all his maid servants vai and they were all able to have children. So avron davant and all of a sudden Avimelech. Has a refuot? Not just him. Him, his wives, the whole everybody has a refuot. Now the Pasik didn't even say that they were sick. Right? He almost died had he done the avera, but Hashem spirited him because he says, "I know that your intentions were okay." So what machla are they being healed from? So the pasuk says, "I'll tell you what." <laughs> because HaKadosh Baruch Hu had closed all the wounds of Be'i Savi because of what happened. Thus, they needed Rafur, and that's what the Pasuk means when it says, Avram that Avram Davins to and they ultimately have a rufuah. We just want an entire Perek in Sefer Bereshis. parak from Pasuk Aleph through Pasuk Yod This is the background of the story of Avimelech. It's going to be the topic of the next part of today's daf. Then the Gemara is going to digress, and then in tomorrow's daf we're going to very much revisit this. Like all these psukim are very nogeya side the Gemara, and some of the ray that we're going to talk about. Zokta Mishnah. Pish, who A person that is mazek chaveira. So he has to give him mazik sarifu sheves Even if he makes all these payments, eim he will not be forgiven in Shammayim unless he asks for forgiveness. How do I know that? Shenemah, because the Pesach says, V'ata eishes v'goimer. Hashem tells Avimelech that return Sarah back to her husband. Now, what does Avimelech do? Avimelech doesn't just return Sarah, but Avimelech gives him gifts, and Avimelech says, will you daven for me? It sounds like Avimelech isn't just returning Sarah, but... He's trying to appease him. What's that all about? It's because it was understood that he just ba'avled him, he caused him pain, and because of the fact that he caused him pain, so right now, he needs to ask him a chila. How do we know? How do you know that if somebody causes you pain and you ask him a That person now is supposed to do that. Meaning, if not, you're going to be in Achzav Shem. But the Pesuk says, "By Avram, By Because you see, Avram Avinu acquiesced, and he talked the davens for him, and he was very nice to him, even though he ba'avled him. So he could have held a grudge. He did it, Why? Because he did the menshlecha thing. So Avram responded. The same way. If somebody goes off to his friend and he says, knock my eye out, cut off my hand, shut you or break my foot, if the person goes ahead and does it, you can't say I was following his orders. You're going to be, I'm an ass lifter. Let's say he makes a whole tonight, like Bnei Gadu, Bnei Ruven, he says, do it on the condition. doesn't matter, he's still high. What if a person goes off to his friend and he says, don't physically hurt me, but rather damage some of my possessions. Then, Chayev, just because he said do it, and he listened, you're still going to be chayiv. Here, if he says almanas, if he makes it lifter then you're going to be her. I say English plainy almanas lifter. Let's say somebody says go hurt somebody else, and he uses the word almanas lifter, chayiv loch is chayiv, and it doesn't matter. Be-me, go, be-me, mamay, nah. And we'll see more about this in the coming days. All these that we said is only Nigeya What's this referring to? The last Mishnah. So the last Mishnah, not the Mishnah we just learned, but the previous Mishnah, which talked about the whole price list for someone that embarrasses somebody. And if it's this type of bush, you have to give this, and if it's that type of bush, you have to get that. Thus is Nageya Boishis. But it's Nageya Tsar. It's not just about giving money. Even if you take the Eilei Nevois, so an aisle is a ram, the voice was a place. So you take the choicest rams in the world and you bring it as unless you ask the person, you are not going to be forgiven. The Pasik says, So you see from this Pasik that... Avimelech was told that if you want to be forgiven, you need Avraham Avinu to forgive you, and that's why he's doing all these things to try to appease him. Now the Pasik said that Avimelech was told, "Return Sarah." Why? And the Ishes, the navihu, right? Hashem eshes or ish ki navihu beispal badcha. So the Gemara says it sounds a little bit that Hashem is saying, "Return this woman because he's a navi." Meaning, if he wasn't a Navi, maybe I wouldn't be telling you to return her. Now, you could read the posseg, that the Navi is referring to the fact that he'll daven for you, so it's good to be on his good side. But it doesn't sound that way from the pasik. You only have to return the wife of a person. Now, Hashem was telling him, you have to return the Eshazesh. And then he continued, and he said, Udika Amr, this that you're saying, Hagoy Gam Tzadik, Taroig, Haloy Hu Oma Li Achoy Gam Avi came with a ta'ina and says, you know me, Hashem, I'm acting properly. I never had any intentions to do anything wrong. Now, the truth is that Hashem was masking to Tavi Melech. He says, I know for a fact that everything you did, you did with good intentions. However, at the same time, Hashem said, you're not as innocent as you're acting. You know why? Because Navihu, this person's a Navi. He's an intelligent person, and let me tell you why he behaved the way he behaved. at he says, if a guest walks into a city, right? What are you supposed to ask this person? You want something to eat? You want something to drink? Or are you supposed to ask him about his wife? Is she a wife? Is she a sister? Obviously, what he's supposed to ask is about what was the first question he asked? Who's this woman? What does that mean? It means so. What do you want him to do? You have kindness on him, he's a Navi, I meaning he's an intelligent person from what's going on over here, where your minds were. And as a result, this is why he did what he did. And the Gemara says, we can, from this exchange we learn, even for doing an Avera B'Shoi Gik, because there's an element of negligence every time you're a Shogig. And in this case, Abimelech really was negligent. What was the negligence? He should have... Realized that he was setting up a situation by asking he or Achayisqahi. And it was just Hashem being kind to Melech, knowing that deep down he really wasn't going to do an Aveira, that Hashem speared him from the Aveira. But at the same time, you see that a, a benayach ordinarily, even the is going to be Chayab nisa. Ki atzar, atzar Hashem. So I've run for Abimelech, and they all have a refuah. What do they need a refuah for? Ki atzar, atzar Hashem, because their holes were closed. So what does this mean? said, also, why the double loss, atzar, atzar. Achas be'ish, the men all had one hole that was closed. That's the hole that's moitzi shichbazera. Shteim and the women had two. Number one, v'azera. and number two, valeda. They couldn't have children. The we learned in a brayso. Shteim beish. The men had two holes that were closed. Number one is sheikh v'zerah, uqtanem, number two, the hole from where they urinated. Shloisha v'yesha, the women had three. Sheikh v'zerah v'ktanem, zilwayed. Ravina, Ravina said, that the men had three holes that were compromised. Sheikh v'zerah v'ktanem, u'pitabas. That's Yedolim. Arva v'yesha, four for the women. Sheikh v'zerah v'layed, v'ktanem, u'pitabas. Ba'ad kol rechem. So the postage says, ki otzar, otzar ha Ba'ad kol rechem. What does it mean, ba'ad kol re so even the hens weren't laying any eggs, so the entire base Avimelech was impacted by this. Even the Tarnagoylus. Rabbi told Rabbi "Where is it that the Rabbonin learned the following? If somebody davens for his friend and he needs a Yeshua in that very same thing." He's going to be answered first. So everybody knows this. Rashi brings it in Chumash. It's a skula that's Yodua. And that is, if there's someone that's davening for something, and he very badly wants his tefilas to be answered, he should find someone that's struggling with the same thing, daving for that other person, because of this idea of So Rava asks, Rabba Bam Mari milso. what's the source to this alofa? On my way, told him it's learnt out from a Pasik in Yav. The Possak says Vashem shot ashpus eyiv behispaliloyba agriye. So somewhere in the story of Eve, Yiv, Eiv's friends become sick, and Eve starts davening for his friends, and it's precisely then that Eev's thrillers that hadn't been answered up until that point were answered. So he said, You see this idea? Eiv's davening for himself, Bunish. All of a sudden, he davenes for his friends, and his thrillers are answered. You learn it from I'll tell you where I know it from. Blessing says, "By Yispa Lo Avram Elo Elokim, for Yirpa Elokim is Avi Melech, best Ishleva Mois the good." And what was the refuah that they got? <coughs> the refuah they got was ki atzar atzar. And one of the atzarus was the rechen. They couldn't have any children. Fix it. What does the next blessing say? What's Aleph, Kasha What does it mean, Kasha Hashem remembered Sara, Kasha Omeh Avram and Avimelech. Like Avram told Avimelech, I'll daven to you. And like Avram told HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he daven to HaKadosh Baruch And it says, Vashem Paka. What does Paka mean? Kfar Paka. It had happened already. The point is that Sarah was waiting all these years to have a child. She didn't have any children. And when is Vashem Paka Sarah? It happened right after... So you see that all the tefilas that Avram Davin for himself weren't answered. What's the mekar? Rabbi Bamari told Rava, I know it from Eve. Rava said that, I know from a positive in the Torah. right after Avram avinu davened for Avimelech in Abimelech's family. So I'll tell you a Dover and that is, we mentioned this once, when we learned the Darim daf Mem Aleph and the Suyas of Bikr Choylem and Choylem in general, that Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer in his Sefer Zerachayim, which is all about the mitzvah of Bikr Choylem, he says that I've been asked many times that is a well-known eitzah that's brought down a chazal. It's a school for a person to have his prayers answered. And that is, if you know someone else is struggling with the same thing, daven for him, like this, your tefillah is going to be answered. But the question that he was asked was, is let's say the only reason you're davening for your friend is because you know that by davening for your friend, you're going to be answered first. Does it work or does it not work? Meaning, it feels a little disingenuous. The idea is that... You understand that your friend is going through the same thing that you're going through. You could be mishtatav in his tsar. It's something that you're able to relate to. So you're genuinely davening for him and davening for him and davening for him. So says, "Who nene But let's say, it's not really what's going on there. You know the tsar you're going through and you're trying to get out of it and you know there's a, a good segula. It's like a legal loophole. If you daven for him, then you'll be nene Does it have to be sincere? What if it's not sincere? And the problem is that it's so hard for it to be sincere because if the reason you're davening is because you know the Gemara, then it's almost by definition insincere. He said, "This is a question the come upon. Me. Can I do this or Can I not do this chilo? So he says, "I always tell people the following. I tell them that Rav Tivah Eger in a letter." Writes the following. We've spoken a lot about Rabbi Vegar's letters over the years, but this is in a brief that was written. And he writes, I see from the letter that you're writing to me, that right now you're not so well. So he says, You should know I'm struggling, I'm dealing with exactly what it is you're dealing with. So he says, I want to give you an etzer. I want to give you an idea for a refor. In Eno Lutairach, if it's not a big deal for you, I would ask you kindly to daven for me. And by the way, if you daven for me, there's a tremendous advantage here because the Iskayan boy, you will have the benefit of Kolam Nisbalo Al Chaveroi Hunanat So, Reb Veger, this is another example of the humility of Reb Veger. tells us here, I don't know what this is. But it tells us here that I see you and I, were both going through a very similar matzah. So I'm going to give you an etzah. Please daven for me. And by you davening for me, I'll have the schus of your tefillah. But it's an etzah for you. The etzah for you is that if you daven for me, you'll get the benefit of this gemara, above a kamara, of hunan ne'netchilo. So Rabbi Yachim says that I always tell people, it sounds like what Kiv Eger said, you can use this as an etzah lechathchilo. Meaning, go down for someone, knowing that the reason you're doing it is so that it'll be a huna He said, "This is always the marumakim that he, he shows people." But then he says, Ain't And this is quoted from the sefer He writes that I found a beautiful marumakim. That's mamish negay the, the gemara that we just heard. so we just learned the gemara. Rabbi asked Rabbi Bamari, "How do you know?" So he told him, I know from a Apostle again, Yiv, Yiv daven for his friends, and as soon as he davens for his friends, all of a sudden, finally, the day he'd been waiting for for so long, his situation starts getting better. He has a refuel. So Rabbi told Rabbi Bamari, oh, you know it's from Eiv, I know it from somewhere else. I know it's from Ba'ashem Pachat so, so, if posse, the way you learn the Gemara, is that Rabbi is telling Rabbi Bamari, I don't know it from Yiv, I know it from Avraham. But he said, Yeah, that's <laughs> not the This ksaf soifer is a la toyrim parasita right here on the Possek. By you probably killing Sabimella. Says the Soifer, I think that Robert was telling Rabbi Bahamari, I'm mask him to you. You'd have to learn it from Eev. However, from Eev itself, from Eev itself, if you wouldn't have the Possek of Avram, what you would know is that if a person does it sincerely. Not knowing about the school, not going into a lechatchila, it would work. But now, that kolam espalabat chaveira is a gemarim bavakamah, so how's it ever going to work? Because it's always on some level going to be insincere the Terence is when Eve did it Eve also knew about it how did he know about it because so he said I'm asking to you the Makar is Eve but you need to add one knitch. because if you're not going to also know the Pasuk and Abram then you wouldn't be able to bring a Raya because you would say yeah Eve didn't know about it but we now know about it so it's dead on arrival the Terence is it's not because Eve also knew about it how did Eve know about it he knew about it from Abraham but the point is from the The fact that Eve had this Eitzah even though he already knew about the Eitzah from Avraham That's how we who know this Eitzah are able to... In Either way, this is uh, something that Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Seifer writes supports his diktuk in Rabbi Eger. He brings a lot of Marmachimus on this, but he says, he's heard from big Tzadikim that they, they advise people that this is a school that you should use and it's muchach from the different G'doyalim that have advised people over the years to do it that it's something that you're allowed to do with Chachilo. Either way, so we just met now that Rava and Rabbi Baumari had an exchange related to Avi Melech Melech Gror. What was the exchange? Rava tells Rabbi Baumari, How did the rabbis know this idea of Kalam Rachim and Vat etc., etc.? Rabbi Baumari gave him a response, and what did Rava say? Oh, you know it from there, I know it from somewhere else. So the Gemara is going to do what it does when you have something that even rhymes with Agadatah, and this is as close to Agadatah as it gets in Bavakamah, and the Gemara is going to do a massive digression. It's going to take us into tomorrow's that where the Gemara is going to talk about different times where Rava and Rabbi bar had a similar exchange. So the signum of the exchange between Rava and Rabbi bar is the common denominator between all these different things that we're going to learn. So the Gemara we'll start and yeah, we'll finish it tomorrow. I'm going to say Rava bar Rava told Rabbi Bar-Mari what's the source to the following saying? Bahadi Hutsa Lucky karba. So if you have a carib that's next to thorns, so when you destroy the thorns, you burn the thorns, so the karba is going to get destroyed with it. What is the source of this? It? Amalei save. It's not possible. This is Hashem talking to you. And He says, Why are you fighting with me? All of you sinned. Yermei Osin. He's talking to Yermei The teretz is Bahadi together with the thorns. Right? these are the Yidden that are not behaving. Lucky kango Even the Karba Yermei no, he He's being lumped together with them. You learned it from there. I know from somewhere else. This is a pasuk where Hashem is talking to Moishanahar. It's after Dossen and Aviram went on Shabbos to collect. The man. Hashem gets very angry. Ad ana talking to Moshe and What did Moshe and do? The answer is laki the says So this is talking about when the brothers reveal themselves to Yosef, and Yosef takes five of the brothers. and he has them stand in front of Parim. Who were those five? Meaning. The doesn't say which five of the brothers they were. Which one were they? It's the five whose names are mentioned twice by the brachos of Moshe. So when Moshe Rabbeinu gives brachos and parashos, So some of the brothers' names are mentioned twice. Five of them. Which five? It's Don, Zvulun, God, Asher, Naphtali. That's what Rashi says. And it's those five that he presented in front of Paret. Why those five? So Rashi says that the reason those five brothers got their names mentioned twice is because they needed additional bracha. And the reason they needed additional bracha is because they were disproportionately shvach, chalushin hayon. And it's for that reason, Dafka, that Yosef wanted those brothers to be the ones that were going to appear in front of Pare. And the reason is because he was worried that if Pare would see his brothers and they would look like warriors and him, he would draft them. And he was trying to prevent that from happening. So Dafka picks those five. Says the Gemara, but there's a problem with this. Because Yehuda is mentioned twice, which is a problem for two reasons. Number one, you see it's not five, it's six. And number two, Yehuda's a keyboard. So, how does that stem with this thesis on Now He told the background. He told Rava the The reason his name is mentioned twice is for a whole different reason. It's based on a well-known gemara. The 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 of Yehuda were rattling in the All right, Now the background to this is two things. Number one, we know the Atzmah Yosef, went with the Yiddin from Mitzrayim, through the Midbar, into Eretz Israel. But it's not just the Atzmah Yosef, it's the Atzomah of all the Shvater. Number two, we know that Yehuda told Yaakov, when he brought Binyamin that Anoichi Arvenu, right? I'm going to take full responsibility, and if something happens to Binyamin, then I'm willing to accept whatever punishment has to happen. The Gemara says that Kilo Chacham. If a chacham curses, even if it's based on a condition, it's based on a tanai, it's not a good thing. That bad thing could happen. Yehudah made a kill of chacham. He said that if something bad happens, he's willing to accept judgment. He did it all a t'nai that he's not going to return Binyamin. He returned Binyamin. I thought he came. He ended up getting punished. And that's the background to the fact that the 40 years that the Yiddin are in the Midbar, his when the golem bar. Incidentally, what about when the Yiddin were in Mitzrayim? Before they were in the Midbar. Right? What about all that time? Were they also some people going Interesting. But the point is, Achiba Mashal, Bikesh and came, and he daven, in, i of, he said the following, Who caused Ruven to be moita, to confess his sins? It was Yehuda. So what's the background to this? We're chazaring the whole Sefer Bereshus today. So the background to this is, But the point is, Ruven was moita. He was moita, that he didn't have a He confessed his sins. Pater, right, who caused Reuven to be Moida? Yehuda. When he heard Yehuda say, after the Mice of Tamar, so Reuven says, if Yehuda can be Ma'ida, I can also be Moida. So Reuven has Mechila and Kapara; He's the Menucha in the Oilu MS because he was Ma'ida. Mi It's Yehuda. So Moish Rebbeinu comes with a Koyach an epic Koyach He says, is it fear? Does it make sense that Reuven should be in a good place? Yehuda, not when the only reason Reuven's in a good place is because of Yehuda. Yeah, immediately, Sham HaShem called Yehuda. He says, does Moshe HaShem, Kodesh you have to do something. All of a sudden, the of Yehuda, everything fell into place. Although they have a comasculine, they still weren't allowing Yehuda into this he couldn't end, enter the Massif of the Rukir. So Moshe continued to that, and He said, "The El allow him to be together with his Am." They allowed him. He couldn't follow the sugyah and he couldn't talk and learn it. So Moshe Rabbeinu said another Tefila. He said, "Yodav Ravloi, lo But even after that, Yodav Ravloi was answered, but he still couldn't be mechavim to the emress. Said another tefillah of of tia, and that's when that tefillah was answered. But the reason Yehuda's name is mentioned twice is not because he was weak, it's a whole different Indian. It's related to this idea, the tefillahs of Moitra Rabbeinu. So throughout the Zayis HaBracha, Moitra was giving brachas. But in Yehuda's case it's also an element of tefillah, and that's the context in which Yehuda's name is mentioned twice. the Bammar. Again, Rabba Bammar, what's the source to the following saying? Anya So the poor get poorer. That's Literally, the translation of this saying. See, so he said, what's the source of? It? It's a Mishma. Ashirim, the wealthy people, when they used to bring Bikurim, they would bring it in baskets that were made of gold and silver. They would bring it in inferior baskets made of wicker. Salim, the Habikurim. As it relates to that Aenean, they would take the baskets and the Bikurim, and they would give it to the kehanim So the Gvirim would come with Gvirish baskets, and they got to take it home And our man comes with his Arova Klufa, and he has to leave it this He said, Boser, Anya, Oswa, Anyusa says the Gemara Amaleh, he told him, I'm with mehassan, you say from there, I know it from somewhere else. It says, it's referring to the Mitzayra, that the Mitzayra, when he came a Mitzayra, he had to announce and he had to proclaim to the world that he's a Mitzayra. So not only is he a Mitzayra, but this is your literal example of adding insult to injury. So not only is he a Mitzayra, but now he has to embarrass himself. Yikra, Thus, you see from here, boser Anyas. This is not from a monetary perspective, but this person is having a bad day. He's in a bad place, and anya says the What's the source of the following? The person should wake up early in the morning, and he should eat during the summer because of the heat, and during the winter because of the cold. What we know is past shachris, not just that. Amri inchi people say shitin Ruhuti rahut. You can have 60 people that are running, but they're not going to be able to reach, and they won't be able to catch up with a person that had a uh, nutritious breakfast, right? So this is the Indian of what's The question asked what's the source? He said, it's a posseg in Yeshaya. Yeshaya, he said, If you're not hungry, and you're not thirsty, meaning you're well fed, then you're well fed, you won 't be impacted by the heat. Incidentally, the marshal says that you see from here that the heat won 't negatively impact somebody that eats Pashakras. but Rava said that the saying was Would you see anything about Tsina? Sharov and Shemesh is heat, right? Sharov is heat, Shemesh is sun. Would you see anything about the cold? I am not so he told him. I know from somewhere else. The Pesach says. Said Rav. That means someone that says Krishma and he who says I'm going to bench your lechem and your mayim. It's the brocha that Shachris has. If you're going to do that, you won't have to worry about machles. You see from here that there's a tremendous advantage of doing this. We learned in a that that posik that says So the word makhla unfortunately is self-explanatory but it has a, an acute definition. It's referring specifically to the gallbladder. Why are diseases associated with the mara referred to as makhla? Because there's 83 makhlas that associate with the mara and machlo b'gematria hachi hava, which is the gematria of the word machla. So the gematria of the word machla is eighty three. That's what this association is. The kulon says the b'raisa, as it relates to all of these machlos. Paspa melach shachris the kita in So when the pasuk says ubeirach bikerbecho, the lechem and the mayim is referring to not just lechem but it's pas shachris. And if a person does that, and not just in general, but specifically the gematria of machlis, all these terrible machlas that associate with the more. The told rabbi what's the makar to this that the rabbanon said? If your friend calls you a donkey, then you know what you should do. You should take a saddle and you should put it on. Meaning. Hundred percent donkey and you should put a saddle on you. I Meaning don't argue. The guy tells you that, yeah, no problem. I know it I know from the following passing. Says So this is after Hagar is no longer in Sarah's house. So the Malach comes to Hagar and says, right? This is the Malach talking. period. Hugr Sara. Sarah, Amy Zebas, Says, Yo, where are you coming from and where are you going? That time, and she said, I'm running away from my master, Sarai. So the Malach refers to Hagar as Shichthas Sarai, and she responds by saying that, yeah, it's true. Sarai is Givirti. Now, really, Hagar had just run away. So if she ran away, why is she referring to herself as being Shikha Sarai? Why would she say The reason is because that's what the Malach said and if that's what the Malach says don't argue. You're a donkey put a saddle. If you're about to meet somebody and there's something negative about you that's going to have to be spoken at some point just throw it right out there. You say it before the other person figures it out. I know it because Eliezer when he arrives by uh, Besuel and by Rivka what does he say by he said right away what's the Makar to this that the Rabbonin said shuffle for bar so Bar Avza is a goose the goose so he walks with his head down but the Enei Metaifi really his eyes are looking out into the distance. So what's the source to this? The So the context over there is Abigail, who was lobbying and pleading with David HaMelech for David not to kill her husband, Novel. So David wanted to kill Novo because of Ma'as uh, Hoshua, he spoke very disrespectfully about David. right? Who's David and who's Ben Yishai? And he was a Moor of Malchus, and David wants to kill him. And Abigail comes and says, don't kill him, don't kill him, don't kill him. But at the same time, she tells David that the hate of Hashem, I want you to remember me and not forget me. And what she was alluding to David in a not such subtle way was that in the event if my husband is no longer here and you're going to be looking to take a wife, then you know please consider me as, as maybe being a wife. So even though she was like loving for her husband, but at the same time, she's She's thinking off into the distance. It's, Rashi says that what's the point of, of this Indian? So there's a Kaloima Rashi here. Right? Most of them are very, very straightforward. But here Rashi felt a, a Kaloima. He says, look Rashi. Dibra Roshafel, V'asel. Machmas Adam, that sometimes a person's humble, he's not a he doesn't want to ask the hard question. Right? People sometimes tend to be timid. But if it's a dabat sarachloi, like, if this is something that's important, bein toira, bein or he says, This is not the time to be that way. And you see that Avigayo, even though there was a certain anava, that's how we're touching this piskum. That the goose goes and he stoops. But at the same time, the inner That if you have to ask something, that's not the place to be in honor. So she didn't mind throwing this line to David Melakh because she understood that in the long run, the Kahaba by the way, this is something that might be the shama, so if a person hears somebody else eating and he can't partake in that food, so this person is going to be inflicted by sheet and tachli. Rashi says tachli are He's going to be mourning, he's going to be in pain. It's very painful for there to be a party, going on and you're not invited to this party. List. He says, how do I know this It says, it says So this is Nasan A He's talking to David. He says, you know, there's a big party going on now. And the one who made this party is Adinyo is the one that made the party. And he says Adinyo he invited you know everybody but me, Koyin, B'nio B'nio Yodah, and Slay Ma Malach. We're all on the outside. We were not invited and you see he was pained by it. So you see that if there's a party and you're not invited to that party, this is something that could be painful. So so Rava told Rabba Bamori, I hit him a car, but I'm know from somewhere else. The Possik says sorry, So this is talking about that after Yitzchak marries Rivka and now he has Nachoma. Over as everyone knows Rashi and Chumash. The three miracles came back. He had no The Ksiv Basre, the yoisneth, Avram by Yikachishos Right after Yitzchak married Rivka, Avram went and he married Keturah. What do you see from there? You see that it's difficult to watch someone else. In a good massive when you're not in that good massive. Rashi says something that if Rashi wouldn't say, you can never say. That Avram had kinah from Yitzchak. Because Avram was mourning his wife Sarah. Yitzchak was mourning his mother Sarah. And when he saw that Yitzchak had Necham, the pasuk is made. He posher had kinah, because he didn't have Nechamah. So he said, I'm going to do the same thing that my son did. So his son goes, marries Rifki, gets Nechamah. So what did he do? Vayikachisho So he marries Ketura, and the purpose of marrying Ketura was so that he too should have a little bit of Nechamah. So this is a classic. Rashi says, the wine belongs to the king. However, Right? So who do you give a shkay to when somebody pours you a lichay? The, the guy that pours you the chayin, even though he didn't pay for it, right? <laughs> if I can't. He's liquidating it. But the saramashkin, he's the one that gets the shkay. So even though the wine belongs to the master, but at the same time, the shkoyich and all the lechayim's—they go to the say he's the more popular guy at the kiddush, right? So he's the one that gets all the shkoyichs. So, Amale, he told them, you know what the makar is dechsev—it's a pasuk in the Torah. It says olav leman yishmu Hashem tells Moshe you should give smicha to Yeshua benon because this is what Klai Yisrael needs. The pasuk said, Yeshua benon molly roach chachma ki samach Moshe's yadav olav v'yishmu elav kol b'nei So. Hashem told Yeshua, told Moshe gives smicha to Yeshua, and who gets credit for giving the smicha? Moshe. Now Moshe did it, but Moshe is the proverbial saramashkin. Who's really the melech? The Yet the credit is all given to Moshe. You see, the credit goes to the to the Sarah What's the makar to the following? He's saying kalba bekafne, a hungry dog, glowy mifla. He's willing to eat even glowing, meaning he'll eat anything. The Pasik says. Nefesh sveya tavus nefesh, the nefesh reeva kol mar If you have a nefesh sveya, it's not tavus nefesh, and give the person nefesh tufim, right? You could give him the most tasty thing in the world, but he can't eat it. Of a nefesh reeva even the most bitter thing masik is going to be this. One more. I'm going to be told Rabi Bamari. Rava told Rabi Bamari. What's the makar to this that people say? That. Tree that produces bad fruit will somehow find itself next to a tree that's barren. So, not coincidentally, these two end up being near each other. So, he asked them, What's the Makarta? This Amalese he told him, Dover said, This, it's in the Torah, Shonib and you find it in the Nevi'im. It's in Kesubim as well. It's in a Mishnah. And it's in a Brisa as well. So he said, "I have five makarim. You have mikra, You have." you have Ksuvim, you have Mishnah, you have The B'tayra, where do you find it in the Torah? It says, went to Yishmael, right? That's a, a good Shidduch. So Eisnav goes to Yishmael. One of them is a, a bad fruit, or a tree that bears bad fruit, and the other one is Elan Elantzrak. The Masha says which one is which, Right, so we said the bad tree goes to the Elan track." Says Ishmael was an Elan track. He didn't have the ability to produce anything good. And the reason is is because his mother was Hagar, and because his mother was Hagar, so he didn't even have the Echolus, as opposed to Yitzchak, who's also like Yishma, but at the same time his mother is Rivka. So being that Eitzchak's mother is Rivka, so he's in a different matziv. so him we look at as the bad thing. Shonam, you find it, the Pasuk says, Pasik says, to El Yiftach Anoshim Reikim. Anoshim Rekin came to Yiftach. Here too, the Masha says, Yiftach came from a Zoina. His mother was a zayna, and as a result, he's also like Yishmol. He's the Elon Srak. and who came to him on Ashen so they gravitated to him. We define do you find this? <laughs> By the Ksuvim, the Chsiv, the Pasik says, And in that posik you see this Indian that. The oif goes to its min. And people go to people that are like. Now, where is this pasik? Nowhere. And if you look at Toisvah's Dibra Maskel, Mishulich Biksuven, Toisvah says Ein zem ta'ira. This pasik is nowhere in the Torah. The Ben sirehu. Maybe it's in Sefer Ben Sirah. And then Toisvah quotes another Pasik that's also in Sefer Ben Sirah. What is Sefer Ben Sirah? This is something that we used to talk about a lot. And more recently we just say I am a related raid bikes. But we've spoken a lot on Sefer Ben Zira, I am Shah. Either way, so we have it in the mikra, we have it in Navi, we have it Mishulish Now, nah, we really have this in a Mishnah Tomey, Tomey, Kal Mechuber Tar, Tar. You see, in Hilchus of the tire. if something is Mechuber <laughs> to it becomes Tomey. If something is Tar, <laughs> it becomes Tar. Finally, the Tanina of you have this in the as well. Rabbi Leizer, i said, Loi lechinam holach <laughs> zarzel eitzel oireth elam mipneisha minai. So Rabbi Leizer, over there was handling the zarzer, and the question is, is the zarzer a kosher bird or a non-kosher bird? So Rabbi Leizer said, I'll prove to you it's a non-kosher bird because who does he raise? Look at his friends. His friends are the oirev. And the oirev, a raven, is a non-kosher bird. So he said, It's not in this, meaning the significance to the fact that that's where it went. And if the oirev is non-kosher, then this is obviously non-kosher as well. So we're going to leave one of the raid bites on the table, maybe for tomorrow or maybe for another day. But just to end with one oirev, it's a some soifer. And that is, so Mishnah said, feels like a long time ago even if a person makes somebody whole, you don't have proper mechila unless you ask the person for mechila. So there's an idea that when it comes to And this is one of the things that we learned from Avimelech. Everyone knows the Mishnah in Masechet Yuma Daf Pei Hey Amadeus. The Mishnah says, "Ezud Darish Rabbi Los of Nazaria." Rabbi Los made the following drash. It says in the Torah, "Mi Kol Chato Yseichem Hashem t-toro. This is on Yom Kippur. Said Rabbi Los of We learn from here that Aveiroi Sheven Adam LaMakoi. Meaning, Mi Kol that are Lifnei Hashem. Yom Kippur and For that you have the parish of Yom Kippur. But as it relates to Averus that have been Adom and Mechapur, Ache Yeratz as Chaviro. The Yom Kippur is not going to be mechaper unless you ask the person for Mechilim. This is the Makar to this idea that even Yom Kippur. Our governors have filo heavy toll ayne navay but even Yom Kippur, the ayne makatish where the tires says again and again and again is the yams rikhu makhira but that's only me kol khatay say that's only if it's an avayro shabain adam ma mafat but avayro shabain adam ma khayro ayne yam kipur in the khaper achi rats khayro so the khamsoufer in a drush This is in the Joshua on Yom Kippur, it's Drush Zion. So he says, What does it mean when the Mishnah says that an Averusha ben Odom la in Yom Kippur's Mechaper, but an Averusha ben Odom le Yom Kippur's not Mechaper, Adshayiratza es Chavero? So he says that we know a Yid is responsible not only for the Averus that he does, but he is responsible for the Averus that other Yidden do as well. A yid was not just put on this world to be the best version of himself, but a yid was put on this world to try to help the people around him be the best version of themselves. It's the idea of Arvis, it's what Hashem Soifer talks about in his (laughs) Petuch Echoysem, it's the common denominator, it's the b'riach HaTichon of the hashkaf of chesam seifer, and that is that a person was put in this world not just for himself, but a person was put on this world to try to make the people around him better. And he says, when it comes Yom Kippur, and when it comes every yom adin, every yom of Slicha Mechilo, a person is not just judged for the averusha ben adam lamakay. What did I do? But a person will also be judged for the averusha ben adam lechaveray. How did you interact with your chavre? Not we the did you cause ambitious and sack but did you make sure that your chaver is behaving the way he's supposed to behave The ben- all the haver- is a Ben Odom Your chiy of Ben La Lamokim is not just for you to serve Hashem, but your chiy of a Ben Odom is to try to be machazic to people around you and give them the opportunity and try to empower them to be able to properly serve Hashem. So the Khsam Sofer says that Averish Ben Odom Lamokim, a year that comes Yom Kippur, his cheshben, yeah, over there the fnei Hashem tataro that any Aveira that he did that ben adam lechaveru be yecheshmin for that he could have taira. But as it relates to averu Hashem Adam adam lechaveru, as it relates to the fact that you're responsible for what your did, that's Achiratza yiratze as chaveru. Rotsol loimar poel yoitzi she Shay she yeviyeu lo Hashem for yiratzeo adchi yiratze You have to work until your friend becomes merutsa of Hashem. Then when a Hu is gonna say that, yeah, I'm Merutza, I like this person. He's Mirutza by me. That's when you're gonna be able to get Kapar. He says, Yamkipa's Mechaper for a person's own But what about the khishboyness of you not taking care of the people around you? Says this is scary. It's scary. I mean, it's classic, samzaifer. But it's scary, and that is that's actually right. Here the tfi is gonna be until you make sure you did a and you tried. Behaving in a way where your friends are going to be meruts in the end Hashem. So says the chasam soifer and here's the punchline. He said, who said this? Who's the one who said this? He says everyone knows the Mishnah says in eme And it says that a behema is not but karnel. And then the Mishnah says, once went out with a And the Gemara says, as if he had one parah He was an Aisham Muflik. His mice of was millions. How could you tell me You're you right? It wasn't Parashashal, but it was It was the parah of Shechenta, of his neighbors. She was an Isha, right? This is the Mechazchan of Israel. That even an Isha is and which pieces But it was her animal, her parah that went out for a Tzua but because Rabbi Ezra Ben Azariah was a neighbor, and he had the ability to be Mechiacher, and he wasn't Mechiacher, so it's ma'wa all of our kasev, we consider it as if he did it. And we know that Yerushalmi says that because of this maisa that happened, Rabbi Ezra Azariah, he fasted and he did shuvah. And the shuvah that Yerushalmi describes of Rabbi Ezra Azariah is not shayach. We mentioned in the past that I once heard from Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter He said that, can you imagine after 120, Rabbi Ezra Azariah is going to come to Shemaim? And he was a oishem muflik, and he had assets and portfolios of paros, right? The Gemara says paros. He says all those paros that Rabbi Elazar had, he's not going to have with him on the other side. He says that's going to remain over. That's going to go over to Yerusha with this family. That's not something that he's taking. They're not going to show. He's going to have no benefit from it. He said, but there's going to be one parah. And they're going to show Rebbe Lozben and he said Oh is he going to get from that parah in a good way they're going to show him the parah of his neighbor that parah that went out to Ritzuah Sheben Karnell. and Rebbe bin Azari made a mistake he made a mistake he was Choyte he did an Aver and it was Malol of Akasov he was Mechal Shabbos but because of that one parah he ended up doing Tshuva and the tshuva that he did was, tshuva may I have a, whereas wuzdoinis nasin schuyas. He said, that power he's going to get so much from, because that parah elevated the whole avoid and the whole madriga of Rabbi Ozzaman Hazar. He says, all the parahs that he had, nah, that those powers he's not taking with him. He said, this power he's going to take with him. Because through this power, the power through which he did an Aveira. That part he's going to have for him. You know why? Because people do Aveiras. Shevihi Pulsadik, Abu Vikam. But if a person stands, then Fakir, that comes out, that Aveira that he did was the impetus for him to realize that he had to do tshuva. If Rabbulaz bin Azayi doesn't do the Aveira with that part, he doesn't reach the whole Shleimas of Rabbi bin Azayi. Part of the story of Rabbulaz bin Azayi is he did this Aveira and he did Shuvah. So that part is going to be with him on the other side. That's a part that he's going to take with him. But Al Kopanim says, the Halik Sam Rabbi Rabbulaz Azaria himself, who he was Nishal in this Indian of Bain Adam al right? where yeah he's the great Rabbi Azai, he's 18 years old and he's already the Nossi and and Shivam Shana But when it came to Andra, he didn't feel that. But they did tshuva and part of his tshuva was as zudarish, Rabbi Lozov and Azariah. Davk, Rabbi Lozov and Azariah. He's the one that gave that troshe. He said, "Averish ben Adam l'makim," when it's just you. L'fnei Hashem titaru. A averish ben Adam l'chaveray. It's actually yiratze as You need that your friendship be merutza by Hakadosh Baruch You have to work harder. You have to work harder, and you ben Adam l'chaveray. It's ben Adam l'makim. than you have to do for your own ben Adam l'makim. And we will very much pick up this narrative and this theme tomorrow's that.